This is Calgary Canvas, illustrating two views on city issues. I'm Grace Dirks, and this episode is the battle for the bid. Many Calgarians have varying opinions on whether or not Calgary should bid for the 2026 Winter Olympic Games. Liam Gillies and I spoke with Dale Hemwood and Peter Watts about their thoughts on the bid. Dale Hemwood is the president and CEO of the Canadian Sport Institute in Calgary. He has dedicated 24 years to focusing on the welfare and development of athletes and coaches, and it's probably not too surprising that he's also part of the Olympic Bid Exploration Committee. I caught up with Dale at Windsport's Mark and McPhail Centre, located at Canada Olympic Park. Many athletes train here at COP, and it's the same site where multiple events were held during the 1988 Winter Olympics. He took a few moments to talk to me about his thoughts on Calgary's potential bid for the 2026 Winter Olympic Games. So you were the assistant men's hockey coach at the 1988 Olympic Games in Calgary. How did you get involved with that? Uh, yes, I was an assistant coach. A great experience for um, not only 88, but 84, 88, and 92. So I had uh, uh, three different Olympic experiences there. But I got involved just because after I was a player, I got into coaching. So um, got approached by Dave King, who was the head coach in the day. In um, I think it was early in... The summer of, of, of 1983 asked me if I'd be interested in being involved with the, the program leading to the 84 Olympics. Uh, I said yes, and then we stayed together for nine years. Nice. Which games were your favorite? I, I would like to the, like to the Calgary ones just because we were at home and we got, got to see uh, a lot of the hockey, but also lots of the other events, whereas um, both in Sarajevo and in uh, Elberville, um, they were just different experiences. We weren't as much together as a um, as a Canadian team. Yes, as a hockey team, but not at, not with a lot, a lot of the other sports. So, '88 was likely the, the better experience. And what were the positives of Calgary hosting the games in '88? Well, I think as an example, with the job I have right now with the Canadian Sport Institute, we live the legacy every day. So the positives, uh, first of all, from a from a, a standpoint of just being involved in the Olympics, that was a that was a positive. Uh, to represent your country or to work with athletes, great athletes and, and other coaches and representing your country, that's a positive. But I guess when I look at the benefits of hosting, um, I just think some of the facilities we had, some of the volunteers that were developed, uh, just the pride of the city are all positive benefits from those games. Um, you've been the CEO of the Canadian Sport Institute since 1994. How did you end up there? After finished coaching, um, I, I gotta say my initial dream was to be a you know a player, a hockey player. And when I wasn't good enough, I got into coaching. And when the players didn't like me as a coach, then I got into administration. So that's kind of where I've been since, uh, for basically for the last 24 years. Um, absolutely great job, the best job I've had. I, I think it's uh, it was just when I in school in university I did uh, a number of courses and and had a specialization in in sport administration, sport management. So it was kind of a natural for me after coaching. What's your favorite part about your job? Favorite part is just the people I get to work with on a day-to-day basis. So surrounded by some great people and obviously then some great athletes that we get to, to work with. Um, just any anytime I wonder why I'm pushing paper, I can just step outside my door and see lots of great committed young people and that really excites me. How do you think the Olympics have changed since the 88 Games? Well, they've changed in lots of ways, but uh, as an example, um, they've, they've more than doubled the size. So from in, in 88, we had, um, um, we had uh, about 1,425 athletes, I think it was, in Calgary. There's more than 2,900 going to be in Pyeongchang, so double. You look at the events, we had um, 
I think, again, it was 46 events in Calgary. We're now at 102 events in Pyeongchang. But I think the profile of them has got much bigger also. Uh, seeing as Calgary has previously hosted the Olympics, why are they considering bidding for the 2026 Games? Well, I think there's a couple reasons there, a couple of very good reasons, lots of good benefits. But I think one of, the, one of them would be our facilities now are 30, you know, 30 some years old and they need to be refreshed. So the best way to refresh them would be to host other events, host other games. Um, otherwise, we're going to put some investment into them and, and we're going to have to make a decision pretty quickly. Do we want to invest to keep these facilities open and, and keep this a world class winter sport or sports facility, I guess, winter and summer sport? Or do we. Um, you know, just let the facilities deteriorate and kind of move on with life. So I think one of the, the real benefits is we can have an opportunity to, to host the games relatively cheaper uh, because we don't have to start from scratch with new facilities. How much would the bid cost and where would the money be coming from? You know, that, that kind of stuff is still not determined. I think what we have to do from, as, a, as a, a citizens is say, what are the benefits? Like, is there benefits? How, how, does, how can the games help move Calgary forward? So first of all, what is the vision for Calgary for the next 30, 40, 50 years? And can the games be a catalyst to get us closer to that? What are the benefits of hosting? So there's lots of, I mentioned facility benefits, but I think there's lots of other benefits, whether they're cultural, whether there's some improvements to security systems across the country, whether that's engagement of our indigenous people. Uh, so there's arts and culture and sport benefits. Um, and then you say, is it worth it? Um, you know, so then, then you try and figure out the cost and say, does the, does the benefit outweigh the cost? So I don't think it's right to look at the cost first. All right. Do you know what the cost the city's looking at right now is just to bid? Well, the, to bid, it's about a $30 million cost. Um, and again, that will depend a little bit on who else is involved. Uh, if there's fewer countries involved, then your bid costs likely are a little bit less. If it's a competitive bid, meaning several other countries, then you're likely going to have to spend a little bit more than that. But I would say right now, 30 to bid would be the, a pretty good cost. And where's the money coming from? Well, hopefully some private citizens, um, you know, some corporations, uh, and then I would say three orders of government will have some role to play in that also. So, you are a part of the Olympic Bid Exploration Committee. What downsides to bidding were brought to the committee's attention? Well, I think the downsides were, were just what is the, the cost, in particular the operating cost, and secondly, is this a priority that the city should be chasing based on everything else that's going on? Like, should we be putting money into you know, hospitals or roads or other infrastructure? Is that more important than, than a games? And so those are things that have to get discussed, absolutely. But I, I would say the big one, uh, the other big one was just there is some concern, I think, with uh, the old overall image of the International Olympic Committee and kind of where they're headed and kind of the privileged uh, group that they sometimes think they are. So, um, but I would say that there's been lots of change. I, I sincerely believe there's a real change in attitude and a real desire to try and say, how do we make these games a little bit more affordable, a little bit more attractive to Western democratic countries? In your opinion, do you think Calgary should host the 2026 Games? I do. I, I think that um, it's a big cost. Yes, it is. But I think if you look at the benefits over the next 30 or 40 years, there's a tremendous um, upside to doing that. So to me, when I kind of look at everything involved and you come back and say, yeah, well, it is a couple billion dollars for sure, it, which is a big number. But I think if you look, first of all, is what are the benefits? You know, what do we get out of this? And again, it's not just for 17 days. It's what do we get for the next 30 or 40 years? When you look at the number of events, the number of international events and the tourism and the economic benefit and so on from um, hosting some of these events since 88, 
I just think there's tremendous benefit. So to me, it is worthwhile to pursue. What do you think the impact on amateur sport in Calgary would be if the city decides against pursuing a bid? I think that um, when you host the games, and Calgary has been the best example of this, where we've, we've made some profits that have gone into uh, supporting athletes and coaches over the last 30 years. We need, unfortunately, um, in Canada, the sport has been built in the back of games, so you need the games every generation in order to get new money into the sport system. Uh, what would you say to people who don't support an Olympic bid for Calgary? That's their opinion. I, I would say do, do, the, do the work, uh, do the research, um, but I would say maybe step back and don't just make the decision based on an economic basis. Look back and kind of talk to others and say what really are the benefits? What, has, what can the games do? And then make your decision whether that's a good thing or a bad thing and then make your decision is it worthwhile to, to put that kind of investment in. Dale Hemwood, the president and CEO of the Canadian Sport Institute in Calgary. You're listening to Calgary Canvas, illustrating two views on city issues. I'm Grease Dirks, and this episode is the battle for the bid. For others, whether or not Calgary should bid for 2026 isn't so clear. Peter Watts is a local radio host. You can hear him every weekend on 770 CHQR's Alberta Morning News. Liam Gillies caught up with Peter in studio to talk about his memories of the 88 Olympics and whether or not the game should make a comeback in Calgary. So, Peter, as a, as a broadcaster um, covering the Calgary 88 games, you had the opportunity to cover the Winter Games. What was that like? Well, it was a terrific experience. Uh, I actually started uh, a few months before the games were held here because I was the producer of an eight-part series called Road to Gold. So we talked about, uh, the. we actually followed the Olympic torch across Canada in the course of doing the story. My, uh, my program host, John Wells, would go out each week to wherever the torch happened to be, and we would find uh, some stories to tell along the way, and then we'd have some stories about athletes, uh, stories about venues, stories about anything related to the games in Calgary. And it was an eight-part series that started in late November uh, when the torch first arrived in Canada, and uh, kind of followed it right through to the opening ceremonies at McMahon Stadium. I was working at TSN at the time, and so um, we were getting ready for our first big international games as a network because TSN was founded in September of 84, and so uh, 88 was really the first big games that the network covered. So I know you're living in Toronto at the time, but how did the 88 games change Calgary, in your opinion? Well, I think it was a coming of age in some ways. It, it certainly put Calgary on an international map in a way that uh, other involvements over the years uh, had not done so. I mean, this is a, this is a city that, um, uh, you know, has a, a pretty big stampede every summer that, that uh, is world-class and world-renowned. Uh, but the Olympics enhanced that in a new way. Uh, I think that after the Montreal Games, uh, it gave uh, Canada an opportunity to showcase itself to the world. And when you think about some of the things that came out of Calgary uh, in in the 35 years uh, or 30 years since that time, it made a big difference. The city was half the size it is today. It was less diverse than it is today, but it was still a big coming-of-age party 
uh, for this part of the world. Uh, it followed by 10 years, the Commonwealth Games in Edmonton in 1978, uh, which did for Edmonton what the Olympics did for Calgary in terms of a facility legacy, a focus on sport, a drive to to bring the international community into Alberta. And it, I think it, it, it gave a lot of people a lot of pride uh, in this city because it was well-staged, it paid the bills, it made money, and it left a legacy. So if Calgary decides to bid, wins the bid, um, do you think that it would have the same sort of impact on the city as the first games? Well, I don't think it'll have the same impact. Uh, it will be, uh, this is a very different community. Uh, the demands and and uh, the desirability uh, and the cost uh, and things of that nature are all very different than they were in 1988. I think it'll be an interesting exercise to go through to see how people feel about it. Uh, I don't think there will be the there was some dispute about whether the game should have been held here in 1988, but it will be a bigger factor in terms of an argument this time than it was 35 years ago when when the bid was being put together. And in your opinion, what are what are some of the strongest arguments you've heard people make both for and against? Well, against is easy. It's cost, it's security, it's the uh, tarnishment of the Olympic ideal with the with the drugs. I think the benefits are perhaps a little bit more of a challenge and and require a little bit more vision uh, for people to see. But I think the benefits are in civic pride. I think they're in refurbished and perhaps even some new facilities. I think they're economic. I think they are built around, uh, uh, you know, some of the things that get built because the games are coming here that will leave a legacy afterward. And for me, it is the legacy factor that is the bottom line in determining whether or not this this city should bid again. I have a f- phrase I often use in talking about the games, and that is, you don't plan for the day the games open, you plan for the day after they close. And yes, you you have to be ready for opening ceremony, you have to be ready for 17 days of competition and do all the things necessary to welcome five or 10,000 people to your community. But it is the day after the games end, when everybody leaves, what are you left with? Is it a positive for your community? And if the answer is yes, then I think you bid. And if the answer isn't yes, then I think it's a much harder decision to make. But for me, that's the bottom line for this community to determine in terms of whether or not a bid should go forward. Interesting. Um, And with all that being said, Peter, where do you stand on the topic and why? I am ambivalent. Uh, I I don't know if I will be here in 2026, so it is really not my call to make in terms of whether it should be there. I am of the view that uh, no community anywhere in the world should go bankrupt in terms of staging the games. So it is going to be up to the principals to figure out where the money comes from, uh, and how it gets bids, uh, how it gets uh, invested and spent, uh, so that um, there isn't a great financial hole left either in this community or, frankly, in this country after the games are over. I think that will be one of the critical questions that uh, the contemporary group will have to look at in terms of where the money comes from to pay for it, uh, how much inconvenience people want to go through from the point of view of security, 
and whether or not the good feeling that comes from being a host uh, extends to the whole community and not just to a few small groups within it. Right. This is more of just a hypothetical question. If Calgary weren't to receive the bid this year or the rights to host the games, is this something you see as kind of cooling off or is it going to be a push every year to hold it beyond now? Oh, there will be future bids. I don't think there's any doubt about that. The Olympic dream is a very difficult dream to kill. And there will always be people who are enthusiastic about it. There will always be people who uh, want to see it and will put together whatever case they can make uh, to um, bid again uh, should this bid either not go forward or not be successful. I think back to 2003 when there was a bid made by Calgary to host what became the 2010 Games. And it failed at the national level. And the thinking on the part of those who voted for the Canadian rights was that they wanted to see a facility legacy in a different community than simply Calgary. And I said at the time that we would not see another bid in my lifetime from this country. Uh, As it turns out, there have been bids not just for Olympics, but for Commonwealth Games and, and for other international festivals like Pan Ams, which were in Toronto three years ago. So I think we'll uh, we'll see future bids, regardless of whether this one goes forward or not. And obviously the jury is still out on, on whether or not a formal bid will be launched by, uh, by Calgary for 2026. That's Liam Gillies chatting with radio host Peter Watts. You just heard two varying opinions about Calgary's potential bid for the 2026 Winter Olympic Games. I'm Grace Dirks, and thanks for listening to Calgary Canvas. Special thanks to Dale Hemwood and Peter Watts for being featured in this episode. And thanks to Ricardo Andreas Garcia for the theme music. Subscribe on iTunes for more episodes and check out Sea Journal on social media. Our next episode is The Carbon Conflict. Carbon Conflict.